You can do whatever you like with these. Aggie wags. I would like to smash them. And pick them all up. And throw... Ow! Fucking hell. Welcome everyone to My Bleeding Ears Podcast. This is episode number 124. I'm Larry, your host for every single episode so far. My co-host Jesslyn's been here for almost every single episode. Maybe you weren't, uh, about seven episodes you weren't, eight maybe. That feels like too many. Mm. I wanted to say three or four. Hmm, I'll have to go back in time. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's Robo Vampire. You didn't do that one. Well, technically I did. Well, you were in there. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You were in the, in that episode. The very first one. Yeah. The Manborg one. You weren't in. No. Uh, Street Trash. You weren't in that one. Rambo. Rambo. Uh, and the first one. Yeah, well, I, I counted that one already. Demons. Oh. So. It's five. Five. Yeah. I was closer. No, oh, you win. <laughs> Actually, yeah. You get to be on another episode now. Oh, That's great. what you won. Put it on <laughs> Sorry, I love you. All right, well, as with the last few weeks, of course, months, we've been stuck inside, really, if you're smart. Mm -hmm. So there's tons of shit you can watch. Uh, None of it's new, really. Some of it's new, but most of it is older stuff. Some newer things are trickling out, but none of the big budget shit. Nothing that I want to just buy. Yeah, because what, Mulan is coming out? Yeah, nah. $30. Well, it's coming out on Disney+, Plus, so yes. I don't think I'll have to pay for that. Yes, you do. It's going to be $30. Oh, hell no. Mm-mm. Exactly. No. I I've never even seen Mulan. Yeah, I've seen parts of it. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Whatever. I saw Pocahontas, and it was so racist, so I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to give Mulan a <laughs> It's going to make me cringe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, but anyway, we, we've been tackling Shudder lately, just trying to empty out that whole site. Yeah, we tried to f- get to the end of Shudder on Sunday. <laughs> um, which, tomorrow, it's Joe Bob's going to be on, so... Uh, oh. Yeah, on Shudder. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. He's got yeah. a new episode coming. Yep. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Um, so let's get into it. We watched a bunch of shit again. Yeah. And I'm sure I forgot half of the shit that you Well, <laughs> that you I, wrote before down. we get into trying to get to the end of Shudder, I wanted to just do a movie that I watched that yeah, you didn't yes. watch. Okay. I finally watched Honey Boy. You refused to watch it with me because you hate Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. And I, Shia LaBeouf has been a giant asshole as of late. Not as of late. Let, let me explain. He got as arrested three times for public drunkenness. The third time he was mandated to a court-ordered rehab where he was instructed to he was diagnosed with PTSD and instructed to write his experience as a child actor. So he wrote this movie, uh, Honey Boy. And it's loosely it's actually not so loosely based on his life. But it also kind of it, it also captures sort of what it's like to be a child actor in general and what 
could be considered sort of child abuse mm-hmm. for an underage person when it's a job for a, an, a, a regular, an actress, an, yeah. yeah, just an adult. Right, exactly. And his father was nuts. His mom was largely unavailable. Lucas Hedges plays the version of him named Otis in this movie, and he's excellent because Lucas Hedges is always excellent. And I said it might make you feel better to know that Lucas Hedges plays it like a giant asshole. (laughs) I mean, he got arrested for public drunkenness three times. He is a petulant little brat in rehab Mm -hmm. and finally starts writing. And by the end of the movie, he's still kind of a petulant little brat in rehab. I mean, this this movie is mirrors Shia LaBeouf's life. Yes. So... Don't you think after, like, writing this, directing this and everything, he would just stop? He would just be like, I was involved with a lot of shit. It wasn't good for me. Why are you still in it, then? Well, that's his choice. I don't Exactly! Think it's to... his fucking choice. But he I can quit. But I also feel like seeing him in interviews, he's very different after rehab. I really think so. I've always liked Shia LaBeouf. Even when he was an asshole, I was like, God, I hope he gets his shit together. He was a talented kid. He could be a really talented man. Very talented, but at the same time, like, no one's putting a gun to your head right now, buddy. I agree, but I don't think that's exactly the point. If he wants to stay in this business, he has every right to do so. Yeah, but don't don't write some piece trying to make yourself look like a victim then. No, you haven't seen it. Well, I haven't seen it. I don't think that you get to make that sweeping statement about this movie. I don't. But I've heard well, remember Tyrell was on the show one time Mm -hmm. and he's a he's an artist. He's that's his fucking job. Mm -hmm. And he was at one of these comic conventions and Shia LaBeouf decided, I'm an artist too. I'm gonna, I want a table there so I can do my artwork. And he just kind of just pushed his way into that, and that's bullshit. You yeah, know? And then I he was said, a complete ass. I'm saying. Yeah, I know. And he's also seemed to real. I don't know why I'm defending Shia LaBeouf. I know, I don't know why movie, either. The movie is very good. It's worth seeing whether or not you like Shia LaBeouf. Um, like I said, it has some to do with how acting could be construed as child abuse for child actors, but mostly it's about his life, his being diagnosed with PTSD because he had absolutely no stability in his own home. I am interested actually to see his acting performance in this next, um, the movie just came out. Fuck, I forgot the name oh, of it. Oh, it's getting railed. I read. Yes, I yeah, it's um, yeah. It's by the guy who did Suicide Squad, uh, David Ayer. Yeah. Um, decent director, man. He, uh, like, Fury, he did. Um, fuck, I'm forgetting a bunch of other shit. Oh, End of Watch. He did uh, High Times, which I didn't like all that much either. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen any of those. Just you saw High I... Times with me. I did? Uh, yeah, What's it's about? Christian Bale. Is He's like a white Latin dude. He's like a, the white boy of the Latin, of, of like Mexican people. Okay, let me explain a little better here. Okay, I am half Mexican, right? And every family, every Mexican family around has a white boy, right? Mm-hmm. Either it be by birth by someone or just from the neighborhood. Everyone had a white boy. I was the white boy, right? Mm-hmm. In this movie, he's playing the white boy in a predominantly Mex- Mexican and Latino group of people. So he acts the way they act. Uh-huh. 
I, I find it interesting. I want to see how he if he if and how he pulls that off. Because I've seen it done in other movies, and it's not done well. But I've seen it in other movies, and it hasn't been done well. Um, American Me, which I think was... Um, I think John Forsyth does a pretty good job playing a, a Latino gang member who's white. and But having the acting and having the mannerisms that the Latinos had during that time, is it's, I just want to see how Shia LaBeouf does it. If it's accurate... Or if it's just if he's if it's just a a, a farce in a way, right. I want to see it. I I, I do want to see the movie anyway because I mean David Ayer can go up or down. Like End of Watch, I thought was kind of cool with Jake Gyllenhaal and Michael Pena. You saw that one, right? It was kind of like uh, mostly from like their body cams and stuff. Nope. Uh, they're cops. I've never seen any of the movies that you just said. Despite what you say about me watching I, one, I definitely didn't. I mean, I own it, and I'm pretty sure we watched it I together a very long time ago. We were at seen this movie. the first apartment we lived together. We watched it. I remember okay. specifically. And I remember you didn't like it all that much because Christian Bale isn't a good person in the movie. He's a real dickhead. Okay. Um, so anyway, I know I'm not going to convince you that you saw no, those I movies. No, I definitely cause, didn't. Because you're just, yeah, you're not, even, you're not even in it anymore. Anyway. So anyway, um, so I would recommend watching Honey Boy. It's available I am, on Prime. I haven't seen Honey Boy, and I do not recommend it. That's fine. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay, next. Next up, now getting to the end of Shudder. The first one we watched is Host from 2020 uh, yes. on Shudder. Uh, this is about six girls, or five girls and a guy. Uh, they're all on Zoom. This takes place during the pandemic. That's when mm-hmm. it's set. So they're all on Zoom, and they all invite a medium there to do a seance to say hello to a family member that they've lost or a friend that they've lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and the seance starts and goes awry. This mm. movie is on Shutter, after all. Shutter movie, less yeah. than an hour. Gotta love it. Yeah. And I did love it. I thought it was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessarily a new concept. We've seen, like, Unfriended. You're right, yeah. And there's one that I'm forgetting. Um, that's all taking place It's the John on... Cho movie. I forgot. Oh, yeah, answer. Searching. Searching. That takes place all online. Um, but this one was a lot of fun. It's nice and short. doesn't have to be any longer than it is. Mm-hmm. It's not about the pandemic, which would be way too distracting. It's a legit horror movie about a seance gone wrong Mm -hmm. it happens to occur on zoom during a pandemic Mm -hmm. which adds to that feeling of isolation in each girl's apartment right yeah yes um yeah i like this movie also it's um it's charming and the way it's done and i guess that's all i really have to say about it i I, if you have shutter check it out it's less than an hour so um yeah, definitely check it out. It was fun. Good acting, good oh, um, yeah. direction in it, really. It's pretty s- simple concept, but, I mean, you can really fuck that concept up royally. Yeah. And I did well. There were also a lot of winks to the Zoom functionality, which I thought was yeah. cute, because I yeah. use Zoom every day, multiple times a day. Right. So when they do something Zoomy, I'm like, oh, I do that all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was cute. Next. Uh, also from Shudder, from 2017, a movie called Ruin Me. Ruin Me. Uh, yes, this one, uh, I kind of forgot about it a little bit, actually. Um, but now I'm, I remember. It's, um, man, I am kind of a little up and down about this one. Me too. It was all right. The The concept is uh, 
this this doctor who started dating is one of his patients, <laughs> which is pretty absurd in the, in the first place. Yeah. Which I've seen in other movies like The Lodge, but uh, this one movie actually came out first. Yeah, and that that's not necessarily what's focused on at least not at right. first. Yeah. Not at first, but you kind of learn that pretty early on, and, yeah. and that kind of leads you on on a path that that's not going to go well. So this uh. This guy and his girlfriend, the doctor and his patient, we're not probably not anymore, uh, go to this slasher getaway weekend thing to where it's like this hardcore kind of, you're going to be hunted by people, you have to survive the night, and it's going to be kind of brutal. It's like a series of clues, like an escape room. Right. It's like that, or like one of those haunted forests where the actors come out like that. Yeah. Well, brutal. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they'll touch you, but you can't touch them kind of thing. Right. They had to sign a waiver. Right. Yeah. Uh, it was um, it was all right. There's little twists and turns throughout. Yeah, mostly predictable, but yeah. I was entertained. Yeah. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. It's that uh, that woman's been staring at me all, like, every time I go to Shudder, I was like, finally, okay, on the cover of the of the uh, the poster there. So right. I'm like, okay, fucking staring at me all the time we gotta finish this movie right so we did I'd recommend it why not I think the next one we should do that the woman just keeps staring at me is the on Shudder is Revenge which we haven't watched yet yeah I, I know see. it sounds like I spit on your grave and so I'm kind of avoiding it because I don't want to watch a movie like that mm. people I, I am reading that it's different because this was written and directed by a woman but I great but mm-hmm. I still don't see how this is going to be a lot different from movies like I Spit on Your Grave. Mm-hmm. Just because it's written and directed by a woman. And it could be wrong, but yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. But I will watch it with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, next. Next. Daniel Isn't Real. Daniel. Also, 2019 on Shudder. This uh, stars... Patrick Schwarzenegger, who's done a few things, but I've never seen him in anything before. He does the eyebrow thing and looks just like his dad to the point where it was distracting at first, but I got over it. Now, is this the son from Maria or is this the one from The Housekeeper? Yeah, because he looks a little bit like Maria, too. Mm. His last name's Schwarzenegger. This is his legitimate son. It had the illegitimate son. Sorry, I don't follow the Schwarzenegger clan's names. Had the illegitimate son been named Schwarzenegger, it probably would have been a little suspicious from the Might be now. It might be now. Who knows? Pretty sure that his first name wouldn't be Patrick. (laughs) So. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Talking to the Mexican guy over here who doesn't have a Mexican name. All right, please. He was raised by Asians. That's different. And Mexicans. And Mexicans. I'm sorry, that's true. So Daniel isn't real. A trou- troubled college freshman suffers a violently a violent family trauma. So his mom's crazy. Mary Stewart mm-hmm. Masterson is like schizophrenic or something. Um, so he resurrects this imaginary friend that he had, um, and this imaginary friend. Starts to wreak havoc. So, like, Drop Dead Fred, only a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> and I liked it all right. I thought the acting was very good. I liked yeah. Patrick Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I think they were all fine. The yeah. movie was fine. But yet again, yeah, uh, Drop Dead Fred for the most part. Only a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'd, I'd say check it out. Um, where'd they find Mary Stewart Masterson? I was excited about that. <laughs> yeah, where they <laughs> dig up Mary Stewart Masterson. Hi, Mary Stewart Masterson. I even had to look it up to make sure it was her. She does look different. 
Uh, so yeah, Daniel isn't real. Next up, uh, I'd been kind of chomping at the bit to watch this, and you were never really interested. So finally we watched from 2012, included on Amazon, The Butterfly Room. Ah, yes. This has a bunch of like horror movie vets in it. And led by one of the biggest ever. Yeah. Barbara Steele. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this one. This one was it was pretty fun. Even though I kind of, I mean, I saw where this one was going For too. Sure. But um, I did like it. I thought Barbara Steele was great. The deaths, uh, she's a serial killer. Spoilers. The deaths are almost funny, like American Psycho or mm. Sleepaway Camp 2. Yeah, it's told all out of sequence in a yeah. way uh, to where it ends up making more sense at the end. Um she, uh, Barbara Steele, she, like, her kids left her and they hate her because she was just, a, she was nuts. Played and she, by Heather Langenkamp. Right. Yeah. And she just wasn't a very good mother. She's very strict, abusive. So um, years passed and now she's living in this building and uh, there's a girl there with a mother that kind of isn't there. So she ends up tutoring her in, in a way and uh, just... Looking after her while her mom goes and fucks some dude, um, so we're getting that that we're getting to see her have that child again and go through the same motions she had before. But now this time, people are seeing her do this, and the people who see her are like being abusive or whatever, she ends up killing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And, Except uh, for PJ Souls, PJ Souls is only in one scene. Yeah, think, she's right? in one scene, and yeah. then that, that that's it. Um, so yeah, this one's all right. I, I liked it. Barbara Steele's fun. It was good to see her. Yes, and, um, she's great. Yeah, check this one out. Definitely, the Butterfly Room. Check it out. A little bit of a slow burn, but it picks yeah. up. Yeah, it does. Next up, uh, Monster Party, 2018 from Shudder. Ah, yes, Monster Party. Um, I was disappointed. I was expecting something fun. The premise is burglars try to burglarize a home where a serial killer, reformed serial killer support group is meeting right. for the evening. Yes. Um, that sounds hilarious to mm-hmm. me. But what the movie decided to do was take the premise very seriously. Yes, uh, it did, and I can see what they, what they were trying to do. Me too. And they didn't go far enough either way. Agreed. They should have gone far in a, a brutal way or far in a funny way, and not try and have a pinch, like a little pinch of fun with horror that didn't satisfy. Yeah. So, um, so these, uh, these three, this one kid, his dad is, um, getting held hostage by someone who who owes him money. Right. So, um, he, he's going to go rob this, this rich family and he has friends that are working there already and they're having like the party. They're caterers. They're caterers for like this, the serial killer anniversary that's happening. Mm -hmm. And, um, and what's her face is in it? Um... I was like, where where they dig her out? Oh, Robin Tunney. Robin Tunney, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And um, what you call it? So yeah, they they plan to rob this rich. I mean, this place looks like they have a lot of money. So and he needs to get a what ten thousand dollars to pay off his dad's debts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he uh, they're about to take care of the job, but they find out that these guys are serial killers, and one of them gets murdered, 
And the rest of the movie is the other two trying to get out of the house and while the other serial killers kind of fight with each other in a way because the one serial killer played by, uh, fuck, I always forget his name. Lance uh, Reddick? Lance Reddick, yeah. yes. Uh, is kind of like the uh, the sponsor of all of them yeah, in a way. Yeah, he's their sponsor. <laughs> so, like, so he's kind of looking after making sure they're not killing anyone because you can tell a lot of these serial killers that are at this function are chomping at the bit to kill someone. Yeah. It's, it's very tense all the time. So them being reformed doesn't look like it's working out very well. Right. But, well, of course, throughout the movie you'll see that, yeah, pretty much almost all of them break. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, all of them. Yeah. I, I do recommend this movie, even though it doesn't e- uh, satisfy either the, the comedic or horror parts of it. I still kind of liked it, but was at the same time a little bit disappointed. But it was still fun in a way. There are some fun parts to it, especially when shit kind of shit starts to go down a little bit. It's kind of funny, so um, I do I recommend this movie. I feel like the funny moments are unintentional. I don't recommend this movie. Mm. It took itself way too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next. Next and finally, before our movie of the week, right. we watched She Dies Tomorrow, written and directed by Amy, say her last name for me. Simitz? Simitz. She's from, like, uh, all the Adam Wingard movies, like Your Next. Um, she was in Alien Covenant. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that one we did, uh, Horrible Way to Die. Horrible Way to Die, Pet Cemetery. Yes, she's the mom in Pet Cemetery. Mm-hmm. So she wrote and directed this movie. Uh, what did you think of it? <clears throat> it was a bummer, mm-hmm. for sure. I, I had no idea what to expect. I didn't watch mm-hmm. a trailer, nothing. I just Same heard here. that Amy Simons wrote and directed it, and I was like, ooh, I like her as an actor. Mm-hmm. Let's see how she does writing and directing. Um, I liked it. It bummed me out. You're not going to get a satisfying ending, per mm-hmm. se, but I thought it was very well acted, mm-hmm. um, and I would recommend it. You? Uh, this is probably my favorite movie of all of them here. Yeah. It uh, starts out like it's some melodramatic bullshit, and it, it is. It is. <laughs> but then from there, it, it, it it's just starts a wave of hysteria. Yeah. The, it starts with one woman who's convinced she's going to die tomorrow, mm-hmm. and it spreads like a virus. Right. Everyone she comes in contact with, and then everyone that they come in contact with, know they're going to die tomorrow. They don't believe right. it. They know it. Yes. Yeah. And then the movie just goes from there. Yeah. Um, very interesting. Something I've never seen before. Uh, at first, it really didn't grasp <laughs> me. But after, you know, um, the interact, inter- interaction between, like, our main character and her friend, once her friend kind of takes over part of the movie, Jane that's Adams. when really starts to to pick up steam. Mm-hmm. Once we start to follow her. And so, yeah, I recommend this movie. It's it's interesting and it's different. So, yeah. yeah. Good. It, and like... it's interesting to me. I read an interview that she that Amy Simons did. And she didn't write this in the context of the pandemic, anxiety in the pandemic. So it's interesting that it came out during this time. Yeah, yes. Because it takes on an even more... It becomes even more meaningful, I think, to mm-hmm. everyone, not just to people who suffer from anxiety every day, because now we're all suffering from anxiety every day. So I do think 
it's interesting that it took on this context mm. of the pandemic when that's not what she wrote. No, no. And she agreed that that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect timing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, check that one out. That's a definite for me. So Definitely. Yeah. And that was on uh, Amazon. We had to buy it, right? We, we had to rent it. We didn't have to rent it. Rent it, right. And it was like five bucks. Yeah. So. Go for it. Please watch it. All right. Our movie of the week coming up next. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Our movie of the week is the 2005 remake, House of Wax. Mm-hmm. I picked this movie because I didn't want anything too serious to talk about uh-huh. for this week's movie of the week. I was so happy that you picked this movie. <laughs> I love this movie. Maybe a little bit ironically. Okay. I saw this in the theater alone, and I remember right around that time, Paris Hilton was... Becoming big. She, you know, was, she was already big. Peak Paris Peak Hilton. Paris Hilton yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. The blowjob video came out and everything already. She's mm-hmm. already started her stupid show. And then she's landing movie roles, House of Wax. Um, that, that wasn't a reason why I went and saw it. I, it was a horror movie. Yeah. I had to go see it. But Alicia Cookbar is probably the reason that you saw yes. it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after seeing um, shit. Uh, the, the movie where she's the... the the Girl Next Door. The Girl Next Door, yeah. I, I saw that in the theater. I've never seen cool. it, but you talked about it so much. It's actually a good movie. <laughs> it's actually a pretty good movie. Um, it, it might seem stupid. I th- you know, Timothy Oliphant's actually pretty good in the movie, too. <laughs> I didn't know that he could be funny. So. Yeah, so yeah. He, <laughs> he's a dickhead, but yeah, he's, he's kind of funny in it, too. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I know I'm a, I talk shit a lot about remakes and everything, which, around that time, I didn't give a shit as much. So, and getting any horror movie at that point in time was somewhat rare in a way. Uh, well, even more than now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's but definitely more than now. I went to see it with my roommate at the time, Kay, and we were looking for a silly, popcorn, gory horror movie. Yeah. And it delivered on yes, all fronts. It did. <laughs> I'm just going to say this outright right now, that... This is a pretty good movie. If you sit back and just kind of enjoy yourself, and yeah, mm-hmm. this is a popcorn movie, but it's done well. Yeah. The like the the sets and the wax house and all of the wax people, and if they're actors or not, we don't really know. It's hard to tell. Um, the direction is even well done. The the pacing, the the fucking camera and lighting and everything. It's done really well. Even the acting is done well. I agree. I like everyone in the cast. Yeah. Okay. 
Paris Hilton is bad at acting. Yeah, I don't she, think we need to say that out loud for you to know it. Right. She's tolerable, but easily the worst one. Right. And she's not even that bad. I mean, no, she's... No, she is. She's bad. Considering the movie and everything, and we're not watching Schindler's List, she's not that bad. Right? She doesn't react a whole lot to being chased by a serial killer. <laughs> she sort of does. She tries. <laughs> She did her damnedest. The the day I stick up for Paris Hilton and I shit on Shia LaBeouf. Are, yeah. I know. That's the fucking day. Hey, I don't wish any harm to Paris Hilton. Neither I do I, no. And I didn't even want to call her, say Paris Hilton is a bad actress, because Paris Hilton is not an actress. No. <laughs> she is bad at acting. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Um, the movie's about a bunch of friends... On their way to go see a football game, there's uh, we got Alicia Cuthbert in this movie. Mm-hmm. We mentioned already Chad Michael Murray, who was peak Chad Michael Murray at this time in One uh-huh. Tree Hill, right? And um, they play twins in this movie. Yeah, Chad Michael Murray is kind of the bad boy. Uh, Alicia Cuthbert's the good girl, and mm-hmm. she's dating a uh, homeboy from Supernatural. Jared Padalecki, who was just getting his feet wet in Supernatural. That was mm-hmm. the premiere of season one of Supernatural ah. was that year. So, Getting his feet wet would be like people getting their knees wet. He towers over everyone <laughs> in this fucking movie. He does. I, and he's paired up with Lisa uh, Alicia Cuthbert. That's his girlfriend. In this She's movie. like five one, I think. They, I, I started really paying attention this time, except when they're walking and they're shot from behind. Mm-hmm. They're never uh, in the same shot stand. Yeah. They're sitting. Yep. Because there's no way you could get them in the same shot mm. except back far. It's like, oh, we're gonna need a lot of wide shots for this movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wide shots. Thank you. Uh, Alicia Cuthbert's thinking about going away to New York to be a fashion writer or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Padalecki doesn't know if he wants to go out there yet, but we're led to believe that they live in the middle of nowhere, kind of. Yeah, and like she rural. wants to get out. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, we also have was that Josh Abrams? John Abrams. John Abrams. Yeah, Abrahams. <laughs> Uh, I forget what he's from, but he always does look familiar to me. He was TV? in Varsity Blues. Then he, uh, okay. then he was um, a scary movie, the first one. Oh, the Stoner Little Brother from Meet the Parents. Okay, yeah, I yeah, now. yeah. Uh, yeah. So this dude never aged. Like in that no. time, he, he, he could. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we also what's the? Then we got Paris Hilton and her boyfriend. Yeah, Robert. It looks like Richard, but there's an apostrophe between R I and Chard. So Robert Richard. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. He's fucking. He's a smoke show, you guys. Mm-hmm. He's so hot. I wish that I could see him more often, but he's not in very much. Really. He's, he's uh, it has to do with his eyes. He's got nice eyes. He's that's part of it, definitely. He is very hot. Yeah. Uh, and they're all planning to go to a. a college football game in Alabama or some shit. I don't really care. It doesn't really yeah, make all Yeah, I didn't it. even know if it was college. Yeah. I knew it was football. So, yeah, they're, they're going to go there, and they're all traveling together. They get detoured. They have to camp out for the night, and some fuckwad comes and shines their brights on them, and that angers them all. Chad Michael Murray throws a beer bottle and smashes dude's light. He yeah. pulls away. Uh, they wake up the next morning. Uh, late. The, late, right. Um... Sam Winchester can't get his fucking car started. And Aww. then he sees that he has a uh, broken belt. 
You didn't let me make a Dean joke because Dean wasn't there to fix up the car. Yeah, so well, yeah, you gotta be. Bum, bum, bum. You gotta be snappy <laughs> with me, all right? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta yeah. Um, yes. Um, so uh, four of them decide to go to the game, while yeah. the other two are going to go into town that has this this wax museum. Yeah. Or wax workplace, the, whatever you want to call yeah. it. They meet this creepy dude who drives them in his creepy truck to this, like, you can't drive into the town. You have right. to walk from a certain point. Right, so. yeah. Um, before that, though, Alicia Cuthbert falls into, like, this pit of deer. Roadkill. Roadkill. Yeah. And, yeah, and she thinks she sees a hand in there, but it's actually from the wax museum. Right. Um, so, yeah, they get to the town. They... Uh, see that there's the streets are pretty empty they see that the, there's an auto body shop that has stuff in there that they need uh they go walk to the church because they hear singing they walk in or they they hear something and the music in the church yeah. mm-hmm. they go to the church open up the door and the priest is looking at them and someone turns back and looks at them and, and sees that there's a funeral going on yeah. so they ditch out real quick uh, the guy who was there comes out to kind of tells him off a little bit. Then he goes back in, comes back outside. He's like, sorry, man. I'll take you to the body shop. You know, I own it. I'll help you out and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, just give me a minute, blah, blah, blah. So then during that time, they go and head out to the wax museum while they wait for that guy. And then that's where we see that this whole museum is wax. Everything in the museum is wax. The floors, the walls. Everything, right. Everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. And during this time, we, we get to see all the different wax figures. No one famous, it's just people mm-hmm. in this museum all around the place. Not like they're behind glass or anything. And while this is happening, we see that there's a, a figure who's downstairs working on some wax works down there. And he, he looks like uh, an out-of-focus Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> Which we just noticed. At this viewing, yeah. right, yeah, and which helped us throughout this movie too, of just of ripping on it. So, <laughs> yeah, if I were to do a riff tracks of something, it would be of this movie because you'd be able to Tommy Wiseau this movie up and <laughs> get a lot of laughs. So we had a lot of fun doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, Tommy Wiseau character, um, he, uh, uh, we learn later on, he has like a, a him and the guy who was at the church are actually. Uh, conjoined twins who were separated mm-hmm. uh, the one they met at the, the church was like the the one who doesn't have the face disfigurement he's a good looking one right yeah but he's bad in the core kind of mm-hmm. just a monster but then there's his twin who lost half of his fucking head and now has to wear a mask is the artist of them and who is a monster too but in a different way right um so these two characters end up killing off our the rest of our cast. Uh, they first get Jared Padalecki, which I was surprised they got him first because he seems like he might have been your your leading man in this, if not for Chad Michael Murray and right. him showing off in the beginning. Yeah. So he gets turned into wax pretty quick in this movie, and, yeah, and the and process is cool. Yeah, I agree. And mm. they get his Achilles heel with scissors yeah, first. Oof. That's gross. Right. And then they tie him up. They wax his face. Mm-hmm. They, they paralyzed the him. Face. Paralyze him, yeah. First, so he can't move. All he can do is moan and cry mm-hmm. while they cover him in wax. And he's still alive while they're doing all this. And yeah. 
we get to see that later on in the movie too we see him sitting at the piano where he was earlier in the movie playing piano and that um uh john abraham's uh it's like hey man and it's like oh and he touches him and then his face starts to fall apart because yeah the his wax eyes move his he eyes are still moving still he's still alive. alive yeah and but his the, the wax has taken over his skin and parts of it start to fall off of yeah. him and you get to see his, his naughty bits and everything and uh, yeah it's a pretty cool scene and then mm-hmm. that's when uh, john abrahams gets killed too he gets his head cut off um and later they, they put him in wax and <laughs> they try to connect his head back on when it breaks off yeah <laughs> so, yeah so those characters are, are gone um uh paris hilton and the other guy stayed back um so he can fuck paris hilton yeah he wants to have sex with Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton this whole time thinks maybe she's pregnant. Right. So. Which I guess really doesn't play into the movie all that much. It doesn't, but it gets really... She doesn't tell him and doesn't tell him. And then she does this, and I'll put this in quotation marks, sexy dance. Him, <laughs> which, I don't know, it's not sexy, nor is it dancing. Mm-hmm. And they have to cut... Like, they chop it up so much, it's clear that they're like, oh, God, she can't even dance. <laughs> well, let's just focus in on her butt and her boobs. Yeah. And she can sort of twist. She barely has any of those either, so. Yeah, so she does. Th- I'm not body shaming her. I'm dance shaming her. It's different. Um, so she does this. And come on, haters. Start, come after me. They start making out. And then she's like, oh, I want to tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait, baby, time. wait. I got to go put the song back on because yeah, that's when yeah. Tommy Wiseau ends up going and, and finding them and he ends up murdering both of them. Yeah, him first. You don't even see his death. No, he's she just finds dead. him. He got yeah. stabbed in the neck and then yeah, Paris Hilton runs away. Um, into this garage. Yeah, and then Tommy Wiseau follows her into there and then like you, because I saw this in the theater too and you saw it also, when Paris Hilton gets impaled in the head by the pipe the theater fucking clapped. Yeah, everybody cheered. Yeah, everyone. Um, myself yeah. included. Yeah. I was 25 years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, that scene would have been a lot more fun if Paris weren't so bad at acting. Um, right. <laughs> I said it's sort of ironic that she didn't get made into a wax figure since she literally has multiple wax figures <laughs> herself in real life. <laughs> And they occasionally outact her too. So occasionally, they have more facial <laughs> movement than yes. she does. Alicia Cuthbert ends up getting caught during the duration of all this too, mm-hmm. to which she gets a part of her finger cut off and yeah. her mouth glued together too, which is pretty brutal in the beginning for one of your leading actors, especially your female yeah. actor. And tying her up—that scene is long. It mm-hmm. made me uncomfortable this time around. It's just almost like, gratuitous. Just like the, like. Yeah. Oh, with the glue how, part? No, not even... Well, yeah, that. But how long it takes him to tie her up while she's struggling, I feel like that scene is a full, like, two minutes. Well, I think it's also a parallel to a scene earlier in the movie that we really didn't talk about, is the very beginning uh, of this movie, you're yes. introduced to the two twins, or the, mm-hmm. the conjoined twins. Uh, you don't see their faces, you just see them sitting in their high chairs. You see the one eating, he's eating very calmly, he's chill. While the mother is making like this wax wax mask over the oven, and then you get to hear screaming, and you hear the father saying he's being a real monster this time, and he yeah. puts him in the exact same kind of booster seat You're that right. the others, and it it takes him a while to tie him down like that, and that's where he learned that. 
So I think it's a good point that he makes. Even though it is pretty uncomfortable, the beginning is equally uncomfortable because that's just a kid. I agree. Maybe less so because they never show his face. Well, yeah, and that's where you get a lot of of a reaction, too. But that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think about that parallel. Mm -hmm. Um, Which all leads us to the end of the movie where... A fire breaks out in the wax museum and everything starts to melt. Everything starts to crumble. We got uh, uh, OC, the guy from the OC, beating up uh, the bad twin or the worst of the two twins. One Tree Hill. Wait, what? OC? Was he in, oh, he's on One Tree Hill. Yeah. Oh, I get those shows all mixed up. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe he's on the OC. Yeah, I didn't watch that one either. I don't know. No, it was that, uh, the, the, who's on Gotham, that guy. The tough guy, the the tough guy in the fucking show, whatever. Anyway, different guy, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, so anyway, from, uh, Alicia Cuthbert ends up caving in the brother's head with a, I want to say, was it a golf club or a baseball bat? Baseball bat. Baseball it's bat. It's pretty gross too. Yeah. I like it. She makes mincemeat out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Chad Michael Murray ends up fighting the the uh, disfigured twin, um, and he ends up falling through the wax floor and dying. Right well, on top of his brother. Not before Alicia, Alicia Cuthbert comes in and saves his ass by pulling a knife out of Chad Michael Murray's leg and then and stabbing, stabbing the twin with it. Right, and he falls through the floor, yeah. landing on his brother the same way they were brought into this earth, together, head-to-head, disfigured. And they sink, die, cops come, and, oh, we haven't heard about this place in we, forever. Yeah, blah, we blah, even blah, know blah. about this town. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And though, yeah, he had a third brother too. And then that's you find out that's the the guy who drove the truck with the roadkill in the beginning. Yeah, they they imply that. Yeah, it's implied. That. Yeah, because he's actually petting the dog that was owned by the two brothers. Right. So it's kind of a stupid thing to put at the end. It's I an really unnecessary. Unnecessary. Add-on. Producers were probably like, "No, we, maybe there's a sequel." Let's yeah, we can get some, you can get a sequel out of this one. Juice it for a little more money. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get the guy from the OC to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that guy's name. I feel like I should know. Ah, fuck! He plays Benjamin. He's yeah. He hooked up with what's her face from that show. Yeah, oh, Ben oh. Ben McKenzie. Ben McKenzie, yeah. right? Not him. This yeah. is Chad Michael Murray. Right. Ben well, McKenzie and Lacey Chabert, Chabert are in the next one. <laughs> House of Wax 2. Wax off. Hey, man, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> With bells. All right, uh, I recommend it. This was fun. It's a lot of fun. I recommend it, too. Good fun gore. Mm. It feels like a throwback to, like, 90s slashers that I love. A loved. little bit, yeah. Yeah. Right. So this was right up my alley. All right, well, thank you guys for joining us, and we'll be back next week with another movie of the week, which will be yours. That's right. Yeah, start picking something. I think I know what I'm going to pick. Okay, good. Keep it to yourself until next week. I won't tell you until next week. All right, good. All right, everyone, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening.